Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Saint coming to you live again with another episode for 3ND NBA 2K21 League. Um, <clears throat> we are coming into the final week of the season. Man, this has been an interesting and exciting season so far. Uh, but one of the great aspects that did occur over the last week is we filled a lot of teams um and it looks like we're getting a lot of good activity right now um so there are some new contenders um definitely want to give a shout out to the new coaches um Theo over at the jazz um we got Gotti with the knicks um we got cold dog with the blazers um who else did we get up in here we got we got a few i don't i, I definitely don't want to make sure i, I miss anyone um but we definitely got some users in here um we got a new king's user um shout out to um timber uh timber pup um i know he is a huge t wolves fan but you know he's gonna do good things with the king so definitely um doing that but you know hey man um it, a, a lot's been going on, man. You know, people are making the push. The activity is definitely there right now. And so right now we're definitely getting excited, ready for the offseason. Um, to fill everybody in on the state of the Golden State Warriors, obviously a lot has not changed with them. Um, it has been a trying season. Um, we find ourselves um, sitting at 8 and 30 um, right now. Currently, we're near the bottom of the West. Um, it has not been a good season. Um, one of the shining points is, you know, Steph Curry is always going to be Steph Curry. He has been tremendous for us. Um, just had an awesome 53-point game against the Knicks and a tough loss. Um, we were tied uh, with a minute and 20 left um, and ended up falling apart at the end, um, losing by seven in that game. So definitely excited for what next season can bring, getting Klay Thompson back. Um, James Wiseman has been phenomenal. He has been a, a bright spot, definitely integrating him into the offense and the rotation. So we're excited to see his growth, especially getting Clay back and seeing how that can integrate in well. Um, going into the offseason, the Warriors do have a clear path. Um, we're going to open up the trade channels. Um, we're going to, you know, first goal, um, first goal obviously is to see where we land in the lottery, um, what that looks like and what kind of um, draft pick um, position, you know, once we look at the scouting class to see what kind of position we're going to go for and bring in to accentuate um, this team. Um, then, you know, we're going to head into free agency and our number one goal in free agency is to re-sign Kelly Oubre. Um, so we're going to work hard on that and make sure that we can bring him back. Um, and then once we do that, we're really going to be set into looking at a possibility of a couple trades. Um, Andrew Wiggins is definitely going to be on the trade block. We're definitely uh, ha we have some interests. You know, we've talked to a few GMs around the league. There is some interest in Wiggins. We think he can find a good home that will be able to really bring out his talents. Um, so the Warriors will be looking to move on from Andrew Wiggins this offseason. We'll also be looking to possibly move on from Bo, Bo, uh, Bohan, Bo, uh, Bohan Bogdanovich. Um, Bogey has been a phenomenal player for us um, since we acquired him from the Jazz um, for Draymond Green. It has been intriguing and interesting. You know, there is a lot of 
things that we miss about Draymond and Golden State, you know, but we do feel like long term and the direction we are taking this franchise that it was a great move. Um, but Bogey long term might not fit the needs. He is a stellar knockdown three point shooter. Um, but when we try to get small and move up and down the court, there is tendencies that Bo, uh, Bohan just, you know, cannot keep up within the offense so we might be looking for a better fit you know bohan we're definitely looking for some rebounding presence so if any gms hear this and you know you do like bohan um please you know hit me up let me come 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 with it you know we're not going to ask for much obviously we want fair compensation but at the same time you know one of our biggest needs right now is rebounding um so if you if you got a stellar power forward or center you know with good rebounding um hit me up and you know i can get a shooter out to you so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely look at that um other other players you know this offseason if we do re-sign kelly Oubre. Um, there is a strong possibility that the Warriors will be open to trading Juan Toscano Anderson. Um, we really like him. We really like the fit that he brings, you know, native um, Oakland kid, grow, uh, born and raised. So we really, we really do love him. But at the same time, you know, we might start getting very, you know, we might have end up in the same situation we're currently in. We're going to have way too many forwards, not enough playing time. So um, Juan Toscano's most likely going to be on the move. And then we're going to be working out um, Eric Paschal and really seeing if we can mold him into a player long-term or if we might need to find a home for him as well. So the Warriors the Warriors are excited for the offseason. Um, we can't wait till it comes. Like I said, this season has been long. It has been trying. Um, but nonetheless, it has been fun. Um, as we also go into this stretch, we are looking at a couple of different things um, that are going on. So let's look around the league right now. We'll kind of hit up the standings and really just kind of look at that, right? So the Lakers are still sitting on top of the West at 29-1. and one. Um, they're, they're showing to be a very strong force, you know. But we can't sleep on that two seed, man. Minnesota Timberwolves and Coach Jump, um, that's a formidable opponent over there, you know. But arguably one of the best stick control users in the league. Um, So in any given day, you know, he has an opportunity to compete and an opportunity to win. So we'll definitely have to look and see how that plays out in the Western Conference playoffs. Um, Most likely the Western Conference finals should be a strong matchup. But we don't want to sleep on these other West um, contenders, right? So you have the Dallas Mavericks, um, very strong user over there, um, and Coach Hootie. Um, having a lot of fun with that team. You know, Luka looks like an unstoppable force. Um, It's going to be very interesting to see Dallas in the playoffs. Now, the biggest thing with Dallas is right now is activity, right? You know, we hope he does hit that 30-game mark so he doesn't really get penalized um, for the playoffs. We'd love to see him there. Um, So hopefully he gets those games and he gets active in this final week and he gets those down. Um, And then rounding in fourth place is the Phoenix Suns right now. Um, Very interesting and fun coach over there, man. Coach, Coach Ricky Bobby, man. I mean, let me tell you, if you haven't played the Phoenix Suns and just listened to his commentary while he's playing, it's hilarious, man. It keeps you entertained. 
Um, but he is the resident shit talker during the game. He is going to have fun with you. He's going to call you out. Um, he plays good defense, um, and he's molding that team into something special, right? You know, he, he's he's gotten Devin Booker open. He'll beat you in the paint with DeAndre Ayton. Um, and so it, it's just one of those one of those teams that's going to be fun to watch in the playoffs and really see if he can make a push. You know, and then we, we, we come down to the bottom four, um, but, you know, uh, five, six, seven, and eight, you know, is looks like the Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the New Orleans Pelicans, right? Um, so those four teams round out the top eight. Now, the Clippers, strong user um, as well. Um, we'll see how he finishes out, you know, if this might be Kawhi's last season in L.A., if he opts out. We'll, we're definitely going to see what happens there. Um, Coach Jonesy over there with the Nuggets is running a hell of a team. Um, he's having a lot of fun. He's moving the ball around. He's going to be competitive, you know, so it's going to be great to see that. And then when we look at seven and eight, th this is where it's going to be intriguing. Now, Coach Deuce over there with the OKC Thunder, um, He's sitting at 12 and 8. Man, when the league started, he was on a tear, one of the most active users. I'm not sure what's going on with him lately, but it does look like he has teared off um, in his activity. So it is going to be important to see if he makes the playoffs by getting to the minimum games. He's 10 games out in this final week that he really needs to get going on. Um, so he might fall out, which would bump the Pelicans up to the seventh seed and you're going to look at the utah jazz um and coach Fio, um who can definitely make a run at it right so the jazz um who preseason a lot of people you know with the original jazz owner coach jazzy j um everyone thought was going to be you know the number one team in the west i was probably one of the only people that kind of said you know hey man i don't see it with the jazz and I got a lot of flack in the beginning of the season. So I just wanted, you know, to come back. I'm not a big I told you so kind of guy, but I do want to toot my horn where I said, you know, the Jazz aren't going to compete in the West. Now, you know, Jazzy did end up moving on from us. He's a great dude. Um, you know, he's still in the chats. Um, we, we got a lot of love for Jazzy. We do hope to see him back in the league soon, but he wasn't finding fun and pleasure with that team um, or this year's generation game. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But with Coach Fio coming in and, you know, main guy out there in San Marino, Italy, Make it, making his games and having fun. We're going to see how everything chops up with that and uh, how this run goes in this final week. Um, honorable mentions from that, the only other team, um, the only other real two teams in the West that could possibly still make a run for the playoffs um, are the San Antonio Spurs, which unfortunately right now is sitting um, without a user. So they're most likely not going to make it. So really that ninth seed right now is with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, now he's sitting at 10 and 19. So a lot of people are sitting there like, oh, well, you know, that's not a great record, but he does have 29 games played. He only needs one more game to meet the minimum. Um, and he's really at that point, depending on what the Utah Jazz do for this eighth seed, because he does have to, you know, get a few games in to make sure that he gets to 30. But he's only three games back of the eighth seed right now. So, you know, if if, if the Grizzlies get going, um, you know, Coach Watson, phenomenal guy out in Australia, you know, runs a good runs a good team. If, if he gets that team going, gets some wins here late. Um, you know, you can definitely see him make a push um, for the playoffs and overcome the Jazz for that eighth seed. 
Now, as we head over to the Eastern Conference, as we get into this final week again, you know, we're this is where we're kind of, you know, up in the air for a little bit. You know, and what I mean by that is, well, we already know who the number one Eastern Conference team is. That's the Brooklyn Nets, right? Um, the Brooklyn Nets, they play a, a crazy style offense. You know, there, there's some user talent there, but at the same time, you know, it is the most loaded team in the league, right? You have Kevin Durant, you have James Harden, you have Kyrie Irving, right? You have three bona fide superstar top 10 players on one roster. So that team, you know, with Joe Harris and, you know, um, everything that they do over there, you know, getting Boban Marjanovic to, to be able to knock down rebounds out of everywhere, you know, cheesy rebounder. Um, it, it's going to be very interesting to see anyone truly compete with him for the Eastern Conference title, right? Now, the West, like I say, a lot of people think it's going to come down to the Lakers and the Timberwolves in the Western Conference Finals um, to play the Nets in the championship, right? That's kind of how it is. But I don't want to sleep on two really strong teams in the East that can, if all the cards fall the right way, can knock off the Nets, right? Um, and Coach Zavin, right? So the biggest thing is, is, you know, I want to take a shout out to the Chicago Bulls, right? One of the best real field goal users in the league, right? Um, he puts together a hell of an offense. Um, Zach Levine, um, you know, uh, it's just, it, it, it's really fun to watch the style of play that the Bulls put together, right? And they're sitting at 24 and 6. They're sitting at the 2 seed. Um, it's going to be, like I say, very intriguing to see the Bulls finish out um, and really compete. And then, you know, sitting in that strong third seed, um, and, and, and this is all going to come down to this final week too, you know, three and four can swap. But when it comes down to the Miami Heat and Coach Mike, um, that's a sh the best defensive team in the league, right? So if anyone's going to be able to really make a run in this playoffs, it's going to be Coach Mike, right? Because the defense is there, right? So it's, he's going to live and die by three things, right? Jimmy creating and making sure that he does finish at the rim, not getting those and ones, right? When Jimmy is converting the and ones, you can't stop him, man. He, he turns into almost a triple-double beast, right? But then it's also going to come down to Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, right? Um, when Hero is on, the Miami Heat are almost unstoppable. But when he goes cold and Miami has to try to run through Jimmy creating to Bam and Miles Turner, it doesn't work out as well for him. Bam is a, a three-level force, right? Bam is doing everything for the Miami Heat. Um, he's playing defense. He's playing offense. I mean, this guy's everywhere. He's up and down the court, right? Miles is more of a rim protector. He's not very great offensively in the Miami system, but he is doing what he needs to um, and playing the role, right? Um, Oladipo's Oladipo. He's going to just be out there on the wing. He'll make some plays. It is what it is. But if Miami gets Tyler Harrow and they get Duncan Robinson going, they're going to be hard to beat. And then we're got to look at the Philadelphia 76ers, right? It, Coach Philly over there, he's a tried and true staple. Been in the league since the inception, back to 2019. Um, just a very competitive and strong user. Um, he's kind of been low-key, settled off. He was very active in the beginning. Then we didn't have a lot of users, so he kind of teared off. But he's probably going to jump in this final week, get reacclimated, 
he can make a run for that third seed um, and, and, and bump Miami down to the fourth. Um, you know, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, but Philly can make a good run. Then from there in the East, it, it, it's kind of interesting, man. So we got Detroit sitting in the fifth seed, Boston sitting in the sixth seed. And then that's where it gets weird for seventh and eighth, right? So right now, if we went and the league ended right now based off activity, you would see um, the Washington Wizards move all the way up to the seventh seed, and you'd see Cleveland sitting at the eighth seed. So it'd be a very interesting, you know, final two right there. Um, Washington has been an enigma. You know, the Bradley Bill experiment is over for them. They are looking to move Bradley Bill. He is actively on the block. He is out with the season-ending injury. Um, Washington is really looking towards next year and rebuilding that team completely. They've made it very clear that they are going to be looking for Frank Nicklaquina out of the Knicks, free agent coming up, trying to offer him all the money under the sea to come play in Washington. Um, but we'll see what happens there, you know. Now, right now, you know, the other two aspects, too, that we can look at when we're pushing for seven and eight is you have the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, uh, the new coach over there in Cleveland is strong, and he is having fun. Coach Chris is – he's going to he's going to play hard. He's going to play tough. He's going to bring it. He's got Sexlin literally – playing lights out man he is a strong user he is having fun he's winning games he's going to compete so it's going to be very interesting if he hits the 30 games he definitely could slide all the way up to the seventh seed um easily and then battling out for the eighth is going to be the new york knicks man the new york knicks is on a tear um they are playing phenomenal basketball he just needs to get his games up he's sitting at seven and ten he needs 13 more games to qualify he can easily win all 13 the next thing you know you're sitting at 20 and 10 and you're actually competing and can move all the way up for a fifth sixth or um a fourth fifth or sixth seed so it's going to be very interesting in the east watching them play out towards the end um and then you just have your teams that are sitting at the bottom um, that are just, you know, you got the Pacers that are two and twenty, the Hornets that are six and twenty-six, the Atlanta Hawks that are four and twenty-six. They're all lottery, um, they're all gonna be lottery teams. They are all going to be sitting on the bottom, and we'll just see how that works out for them. So that's really how it's gonna play out. Very excited to really see these playoffs go. Um I'm going to, this, you know, this, this podcast is going to be short. I just want to touch in with everyone. I did want to welcome all the new owners, all the new coaches. If I missed anyone, I am sorry. Um, I wasn't as prepared for this one, um, but I just want to get something out there for you guys. There will be more podcasts coming throughout the end of this week. Um, where I'm going to do a draft. Um, I'm going to do a um, draft class edition. Um, once the draft class is uploaded in so we can start getting scouting, we are definitely going to do some profiles. Um, and then once the week ends and we get to the sim, we are going to do an all-star edition. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely come with an all-star edition podcast. It'll be short and brief, but it'll go over the all-star teams. Um, and it'll also go over the final standings, right? So then we can really look at the lottery um, projections and we can start working on some mock drafts and get going there. Um, as always, I do appreciate everyone taking the time out of their day to give this a listen. 
if you have any questions, any content, any um, topics you'd like me to go over, please DM me. I'm always looking for good content, good things to talk about. Really appreciate, again, everyone tuning in for this awesome edition um, of 3ND Live with Saint over here, just, you know, having fun with you guys. So um, thank you guys for listening again and have a great day.